Welcome into another episode of the TVJ Fantasy Football Podcast. I'm Jackson. And I'm Tucker. And today we will be covering the latest news surrounding the NFL, and then we will be covering our rookie watch. Just talking about some of the quarterback, running back, wide receiver, and tight end rookies. All right, now we have our latest news surrounding the NFL on today, September 7th. Um, Lions running back DeAndre Swift is expected to be ready for, to play week one versus the 49ers as Swift had been kept out um, during the preseason due to a groin injury. I mean, good news for Lions fans, I guess. I mean, yep. Jamal Williams, he wouldn't have been a bad starter week one, but I mean, DeAndre Swift is a pretty good running back. So, I mean, yeah, it'll be yep. nice for them to have him back. And I mean, for those fantasy owners too, it'll be nice to have him in your lineups week one. Yeah, he's getting drafted pretty high. Yeah, he's being drafted pretty pretty yeah very high i'd say Uh, yeah yeah and um i mean he's a good running back but Mm -hmm. i mean it's just it's the lions it's the lions and he's had a groin injury and he'll probably be limited week one so i mean who knows how jamal williams yeah he'll probably see more jamal williams week one but week two he'll probably be back and ready for full action so next Speaking of running backs, Giants running back Saquon Barkley is looking like more likely to play Week One versus the Broncos, along with his teammates Kenny Galladay, Kadarius Tony, and Kyle Rudolph, as they are all trending in the right direction for Week One. Uh, I mean, good news for all those guys. I mean, mm-hmm. I got Kenny Galladay in one league and Saquon in another, so I mean, there was news that Saquon might not be ready till Week Three. So, good news there. I mean, yep. again, probably just like uh, DeAndre Swift, probably won't be. A uh, full yeah he'd be limited i think he'll probably bit be still. limited snaps so i mean yeah it's saquon so you want to keep him fully healthy and uh and yeah for all those other guys kenny galladay Kadarius tony kyle rudolph i mean all trending in the right direction but i mean who knows come week come sunday who knows how that'll all work out but then uh in worst news starting tight end evan ingram is in serious doubt for the season opener um due to a calf injury um uh, kyle mean, rudolph could be a Week one pickup. Yeah, if if Evan Ingram misses extended time due to the calf injury, I mean, Rudolph would definitely be a fantasy-relevant option. I mean, we've seen him in Minnesota. I mean, we're Packer fans, so we've seen him twice a year. He catches touchdowns. That's yep. pretty much what he does. Big and, guy. And, yeah, so, I mean, if Evan Ingram's out, I mean, he's Evan Ingram's probably been drafted in quite a few leagues. So, I mean, Kyle Rudolph probably not been drafted in any leagues, I'd say. So, mm-hmm. might be a guy, waiver wire you look at come week one or after week one. So, Moving on to the Washington football team, wide receiver Curtis Samuel returned to practice on Monday after opening training camp on the pup list with a groin injury. Uh, I mean, it's good news to hear I got Curtis Samuel in a lot of leagues, and I think he'll do very good this year. He was a good wide receiver last year for the Panthers, and uh, Coach Ron Rivera said that the plan was to ramp up Samuel's workload in the coming days, but he didn't say if Samuel would play week one or not. Um, I mean, again... It's not dire need that they need to play in week one, so it's probably best that they just keep him out if he's got this little injury going. But, I mean, it'd be great to see him out there week one and doing those reverses and jet sweeps like he mm-hmm. did with Carolina. Getting I'm sure, the touches, yeah. I'm sure he'll get back to his ways like he was with Ron Rivera, and, I mean, he's back with Ron Rivera now. So, um, it'll be interesting to see how Curtis Samuel does in the weeks to come and if he's fully healthy this entire season. Um Moving on to Tampa Bay, Buccaneers have activated uh, defensive tackle Nagamagan Sue from the COVID-slash-reserve list. And then uh, Antonio Brown and Giovanni Bernard were also full per- participants in practice on Monday. So, I mean, good news for Bucs fans coming into uh, their Thursday night. night game, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, Antonio Brown, Giovanni Bernard, a recent addition this just past offseason. I mean, 
now that you got three running backs there, you really don't know who to trust fantasy wise. And yep. I mean, Antonio around there too. I mean, with wide receivers, I mean, Evans, Godwin, number one, number two guys, they're pretty fantasy relevant, but yeah. And uh, you could see Brown getting targets as well. Yeah. He'll have his games, but uh, yeah, the Bucks are back and healthy. So, I mean, probably going to win week one again. I mean, I'm seeing another Super Bowl on the horizon for them. So yeah, it'd be hard not to see them there. Yeah. So moving on to the Ravens running back Justice Hill suffered a torn Achilles during the recent practice. And then the Ravens brought in Le'Veon Bell and Devontae Freeman to try out. Uh, I mean, yeah, that's just terrible news after hearing first J.K. Dobbins and now this. I yep. mean, yeah, Gus Edwards and Tyson Williams there. So, I mean, it makes sense that they brought in Le'Veon Bell and Devontae Freeman for workout. Yeah. yeah. So... Yeah, just something to keep your eye on there. I mean, I can't see either one of those guys being fantasy relevant options if they're signed. I mean, yeah, yeah, Gus they're Edwards, old veterans. They're, yeah. yeah, they're old veterans. I mean, Le'Veon last year wasn't the best with the with the Chiefs after he got traded, and Devontae Freeman. I mean, he was just cut by the Saints. So I mean, there's reason for that. Yeah. Um. Just again, something to keep your eye on. Probably if they sign one of them, probably just going to be a, a running or a carry vulture from Gus Edwards. So. Yeah. Yeah, just again, like like I said, something to keep your eye out for. And then uh, moving on to Denver, tight end uh, Noah Fant is expected to be ready for Week One. Fant was a participant, or Fant participated in individual drills on Monday for the first time since just before the Broncos' second preseason game. Uh, I mean, good news for me, I got Noah Fant in one one league, so I mean, yeah, he's. One top of the more 10, fantasy relevant. Yeah, he's a top ten tight end last year. I believe he was like number eight. Uh, so I mean, good news there. I mean, good news for Teddy Bridgewater too. But I mean, again, injuries in the preseason slash training camp right before the season starts are never good. Yeah, so, no, because it could just nag him the whole yeah, season. Yeah, if you have no fan, probably a good idea to go out there and get one of those backup tight ends, or not even backup, but like the first string, like Blake Jarwin, Anthony Ferkser, Gerald Everett, mm-hmm. Dan Arnold, one of those guys from those other teams. Uh, just the first string tight ends. I mean. Maybe they get touchdowns, maybe they don't. Who knows? But yeah, no offense. Nagging injuries are never good. So nope. next we have Cowboys. Uh, Cowboys will will be without the star guard Zach Martin to start the season, who is now on the reserve slash COVID list after testing positive for COVID. Um, head coach Mike McCarthy says he doesn't think Zach is going to play in the game, but he needs two negative tests by Thursday and yeah not very likely i don't think you like i think that it was it was pretty much known that he's not going to be playing i mean the headline i saw said cowboys will be without star zach guard zach martin in season opener so that or mike mccarthy coming out and saying he doesn't think i mean that's just yeah coach talk saying, yep, yeah exactly. coach talk there so in more COVID news, um, Ryan Tannehill was activated off the COVID slash reserve list. I mean, good news coming into the beginning of week one. Yeah, to I have mean, their starting quarterback there. I know? mean, yeah, that was a couple, I mean, week or two, a week and a half ago where he was put on the list. So, I mean, just a matter of time until you're off it. So, just in time for the season opener. So, and that is it for our latest news surrounding the NFL. All right, now we will be doing the rookie watch. Uh, we'll just talk about the quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers, and tight end rookies. Um, just starting out with quarterbacks, I mean, there's three starters with that are rookie quarterbacks. I mean, first off, the number one pick, Trevor Lawrence. Then you got the number two pick, Zach Wilson. And then the more recent starter, and Mac Jones. Mac Jones, yep. Uh, yeah, they just released Cam Newton last week. 
and Mac Jones is now the starter. And apparently the the players in Patriots camp are just raving about him. They're saying he's a rookie, but he plays like a vet. The so, next Tom Brady. Next Tom Brady. <laughs> It'll be interesting to see how yeah, he does. No, I mean, really be. Dolphins, uh, they're a, a decent defense. They have good uh, Xavier Howard, their cornerback. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see how uh, the Sunday's game goes. And, uh, yeah, we'll talk about that in the in the week one preview. So, But then there's the other two uh, rookie R- quarterbacks that aren't starters yet. Yeah, yeah. Trey Lance, Justin Fields, both having pretty good preseasons, 276 yards passing for each of them. Uh, three touchdowns for Trey Lance with one interception. Justin Fields, two touchdowns, zero interceptions. And I believe Justin Fields had a couple of touchdowns on the ground, yep, too. I think he, he did, yep. Quite a few rushing yards, too. Uh-huh. So that's he's just showing him he'll be fantasy yeah, relevant. A mobile quarterback, yeah. Yeah, he's definitely that smaller guy. Kind of reminds you of Russell Wilson. Uh, he's just, yeah, smaller guy can run the ball. And yeah, if he gets into the bears offense, I mean, that would be a big yeah, jump. He's got some good receivers. I say Allen Robinson. I mean, Darnell Mooney, Mooney too. He's yep, their the number guy. two. And yeah, if, I mean, right now with Andy Dalton there, I mean, it's, it's just, it's pretty much just, uh, Allen Robinson yeah. is the main fantasy relevant uh-huh. guy there in the wide receiving core. I mean, you got David Montgomery in the backfield, but if Justin Fields becomes a starter, I mean, yeah, that I offense think, is going to take yeah, a big I think boost. So. I feel yeah, like there's yeah. a lot of higher ceiling for Robinson and even Mooney. Mooney, yeah, get some more receptions, more targets to the second guy. I mean, Justin Fields is more of a running quarterback, and Dalton is more of a passing quarterback. So mm-hmm. Dalton maybe comes out and actually is a good quarterback. He could, yeah. <laughs> so I guess we'll just wait and see how that goes out. But I mean, I'd probably I'd bet on Justin Fields playing by week three. Yeah, at the I latest. Mean, probably the same with Trey Lance too. I mean, yeah, you'd think October somewhere around there. I mean, maybe Trey Lance stays out a bit longer now yeah, with that Jimmy injury. Yeah, a little bit better than Andy Dalton, but yeah, still. he's got the better yeah the better reputation than Dalton. So. Uh, that's it for our quarterbacks. Now on to the running backs. I mean, there's the there are two first round running backs in this year's draft. I mean, one of them is now out for season, Travis Etienne. But then the first running back that was picked, Najee Harris. I mean, he's a beast of a guy. Yeah. He was <laughs> got a lot of potential there. A lot of potential. He was drafted by the Steelers, and uh, I mean, last year at Alabama, he had 251 carries, 1400 yards, 26 touchdowns. That was just on the ground. Also having 43 receptions, 425 yards, and four touchdowns receiving. So Some crazy stats. Crazy stats there. And, I mean, he's pretty much the number one guy there. I mean, they have the the running back they drafted last year in Anthony McFarlane, but they are two completely different running backs. Najee Harris, I mean, he's just a big dude. He's, he's, he's kind of like, like Derrick Henry almost. In yeah, a way. I mean, both Alabama running backs. Big, and, strong, heavy, run right through you kind of guy. Yeah, they definitely are both kind of the same. Uh, it'll be interesting to see if Najee can do what Derrick Henry has done. But, mm-hmm. yeah, he's going to be the number one guy there. Yeah, definitely. And they lost James Conner. And, I mean, he had the bulk of the carries last year. So, um, it's it's going to be Najee. I mean, Anthony McFarlane, that number two, I think, there. I mean, he's more of a receiving back. He's like 5'9". Mm-hmm. So, it's Najee Harris. I mean, he's going second round, late first in some fantasy drafts. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, he's probably going to get the workload that people are expecting him to get. Then later, running backs, the second-round pick, Javante Williams with the Broncos. Uh, pretty talented running back. He averaged 7.3 yards per carry in his final collegiate season. But he is the backup to Melvin Gordon. But Melvin Gordon is 28 now. Yeah, he's not getting any younger. He's not getting any younger. And ever since he 
had that holdout with the Chargers. I mean, it hasn't been the same. Yeah, he hasn't been the same Elbergren he was with. Yeah, definitely I mean, with the Chargers. He almost had a thousand yards last year, but didn't break it. Nope. So, I mean, the and, Denver has always used two running backs, so it's gonna be both of them is mm-hmm. what's gonna be. So, I mean, split backfield. I mean, usually the second running back gets like four or five hundred yards rushing. Maybe that's Melvin Gordon's year now, and yeah, Javante Williams steps up and hits a thousand. Uh huh. And a lot of drafts, I think Javante Williams is going before Melvin Gordon. Yeah, I substantially mean, too. Yeah, I don't see Melvin Gordon being drafted even. I mean, in the top ten rounds. No, nope. no, he's definitely not. I mean, yeah, definitely. If he's digits. even being drafted, I mean, Javante Williams is the the fantasy relevant back there, uh, and I mean, more rookie running backs, Trey Sermon, uh, and then. Javante Williams' teammate, Michael Carter, both later round guys, too, in fantasy drafts. Trey Sermon, the backup to Raheem Mostert, and now Michael Carter is the backup to Tevin, uh, Coleman. Tevin Coleman, which both of them, I mean, Raheem Mostert's being drafted ahead of Trey Sermon, but Michael Carter's being, being drafted right. ahead of Tevin, Tevin Coleman. Coleman, yeah, he's really not being so, yeah, drafted a whole lot. Tevin Coleman is not, I don't think he's being drafted in very many leagues at all, but, I mean, I think he's you only just don't owned know. in like 19 percent of 19 percent of leagues yeah i mean he's pn leagues he's very injury prone i mean he barely played last year with the 49ers mm-hmm. and we've seen it with the uh when he was with the falcons he just has he's always been the number two guy he yeah. hasn't been a number one he's more of a receiving back and michael carter i believe is that guy that can can run the ball three three downs you know i mean he or be out there for every single yeah, a three down back yeah three down back and i mean michael carter who knows? I mean, it's a running back by committee with the Jets. So, yeah, it's I mean, going to start that way. And maybe in, by week four or five, it could be changed. So, maybe I mean, someone emerges as the number one guy. But, I mean, Michael Carter, he's a rookie. I mean, they're all rookies. So, we always see it every year where a rookie jumps up ahead and surpasses the veterans and becomes a fantasy-relevant championship winner even. Like, uh, well, I guess James Robinson was a starter at the beginning G- of the year. Yeah, G- I mean, but point same proven kind right of, there. I same mean, kind the of theory, yeah. series season hasn't started yet, so maybe one of these guys steps up before the even before the season even starts maybe it's news comes out friday that oh michael carter is the starter i mean i can't see trey sermon becoming the starter over raheem mostert Probably raheem not. mostert's pretty good back he averages about five yards per carry uh but again it's a running back by committee there in san fran so i mean no running back in the last two seasons has received more than 50% of snaps. Last one to do it was their fullback in like 2017 or something <laughs> like that, 2018. So it's it's not looking too good for one guy. But, I mean, Raheem Mostert probably be the guy at the beginning of the season. And then Trey Sermon probably going to be the one holding your fantasy team together and into the championship yeah. maybe. I mean, Could who knows? There's, steel. Yeah, it's you just don't know what these running backs. It's just... You just draft one or two of them and hope they hit. I mean, I have a couple of those guys in majority of my leagues. If it's Javante Williams, Trey Sermon, Trey Sermon, Michael Carter, or Michael Carter, Javante Williams. That's it's, right, yeah. It's one or like two of those. Like it, you just gotta hope. You just hope that they're gonna be the ones that break out and yep. they're the ones that are gonna help you make or break your season. That's what a lot or not, of those. Not even break because if they're their your fourth, fifth yeah. running back, yeah. I mean, if you're not even late, starting them 16th anyway. Sixteenth pick, fifteenth pick. You're kind of just hoping that they have that ceiling where they do get the carries at the end of the year you know yeah and then i mean 
those are all guys that are being drafted. But then we have another rookie running back that isn't being drafted, maybe in deeper leagues, but Ramondre Stevenson and then uh, Tyson Williams, too, now for the Ravens. Uh, but Ramondre Stevenson was a fourth-round pick by the Patriots, but he led, this, led the preseason in rushing yards and rushing touchdowns while averaging 7.2 yards per carry, wow. which is ridiculous that's I mean, pretty crazy that's he, college numbers almost, yeah you know. it, exactly but i mean he is playing against second string defense guys and some people probably aren't on teams anymore but I, and i mean it just shows that he has some talent there though mm-hmm. i mean the patriots running back depth chart is very deep yeah they have two listed starters in jj taylor and damian harris i believe yep uh, i'm expecting james white james white i mean he's always been utilized yeah, so i mean i'm sure mix. he'll be in the passing game a yeah, lot he's definitely but receiving back i i'm not quite sure how the jj taylor i believe that's his name uh I, he had a pretty good preseason too i believe he's a second year back but you just don't know with you the really patriots don't. backfield i mean i've been avoiding patriots running backfields for the last how many years i mean Forever. maybe you draft a fourth guy your fourth guy is damian harris or something exactly, which i yeah. think i have him as my third or fourth guy in mm-hmm. a couple of leagues but yeah you just want to stay away from them maybe james white in a ppr but yeah because he's he gets those receptions but Ramondre stevenson though he's the rookie you want to probably keep an eye on flag him in the in the added players or whatever the free agency spot you just keep an eye on him if damian harris goes down Ramondre Stevenson will probably jump in there. I mean, mm-hmm. who knows? It's just another rookie to keep your eye on. And then I mentioned earlier, Tyson Williams, I believe is his name, the Ravens running back. So, yeah. uh, Justice Hill just went down with a torn Achilles. So now Tyson is the Number second string. Two, yeah. And Gus Edwards, he's another running back that's been known to get injured. Hasn't played all that much. Hasn't been really known as a number one guy. So I would assume that Tyson would get some of the carries there. And he was an undrafted guy, just like James Robinson was. I mean, like a legit rookie undrafted. Like, he wasn't drafted in the seven rounds of the draft. Yep. And, yeah, so, I mean, another guy to keep your eye on there. I mean, if Gus Edwards goes down, I mean, that's three he'll running be the guy. backs. He'll be the guy, yeah. He'll be the guy next man up. And in a Ravens backfield, or Ravens offense that runs the ball more than almost anyone in yeah, the league. Yeah, they always, they've been top They're up. not going to stop. They're not going to start passing the ball. So, nope. I mean... Again, just rookies to keep your eye on. Yep. Now we go on to the wide receivers. Um, quite a few of wide receivers there. Uh, we'll just kind of skim over some of them. We'll talk about the ones that are kind of being drafted and maybe yep. some to keep your eye on. Yeah, just mentions. But, uh, I mean, the three that are being drafted, I mean, may, might be some more being drafted in other leagues, but the three that are being drafted high, I would say. Yep. Jamar Chase, Jalen Waddell, and Devontae Smith. All three reuniting with their collegiate quarterbacks, uh, Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow at LSU, Jalen Waddell and Tua at Alabama, and Devontae Smith with Jalen Hurts that was also at Alabama. So yeah, chemistry is big in the NFL. Chemistry I mean. is big, and yeah, I mean those all those GMs were looking like we need to reunite these guys. Yeah, that's like, crazy they just, that that happened. I yeah, mean, three I, of them in one year, even in one year in the first round too. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, all three of them are listed as starters. Uh, Jamar Chase, Jalen Waddle. They're the three of three starters. Um, J- Jalen Waddle's situation is a bit different because of uh, Will Fuller being suspended. Yeah. Yep. He is out for six games to start the season due to a suspension. So, Jalen Waddle is the number two to start the season. Uh, and then, I mean, Devontae Smith, he's the number one wide receiver for I Philadelphia. Have him in a couple I have him in a couple leagues too. So I'm expecting Devontae Smith and Jalen Hurts. Yeah, they do pretty good this season. I mean, there really isn't that much 
other targets. I mean, you got the two tight ends and Goddard and Ertz. Jalen Rager's Jalen Rager's there. He's a second, first-round pick last year. Mm -hmm. And, yeah, I mean, there's really – they don't have Deshaun Jackson. They don't have Alshon Jeffrey anymore. Mm-mm. So, yeah, I mean, though, I would say Devontae Smith is the most enticing out of yeah, all those guys. he's got the highest guys. ceiling. I highest say, ceiling, Just because yeah. he'll have the most volume, essentially. Yep. He'll yeah. probably have the most targets out of all those guys. I mean, with the Bengals and Jamar Chase, I mean, you got three guys there that are probably right around the same. And Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, and then Jamar Chase. Mm-hmm. So They're all pretty – You just – yeah. Wouldn't be surprised to see them all finish around the same area. Twenty Top 25, maybe. I mean, they'll probably all be 20, 21, 25. I mean, mm-hmm. they'll all be – Probably, yeah, it'll be very dispersed offense in Cincinnati. And yep. I mean, yeah, you got the ball or Tua throwing the ball at Jalen Waddle, so I don't know about that. But yeah, yeah Devontae Smith, he's the one you got to go with, I would say. I agree. The rookie, he'll probably have the best season. And yeah, he's the number one. He's got the. He's, he's going to have the volume. Yeah, he'll have the volume. That's huge in fantasy. Exactly. And then more other or other first round wide receivers that aren't really getting the, the reps this week or week one i would say i mean rashad bateman definitely isn't he is out i believe he's on ir for the meantime he had surgery on uh on his groin so he'll be out for a little bit and then Kadarius tony too he's a first round first round pick by the giants he just hasn't really been playing didn't see any preseason action and he's a hopeful for week one but i mean they got other wide receivers there yeah, so galladay shepherd or yeah sterling shepherd i said sterling sharp, sharp. <laughs> yeah a little uh, older but anyway yep. yep darius slayton darius slayton yeah and then evan ingram kyle rudolph i mean they got plenty of targets Saquon, Barkley. yeah yeah you can't forget about him so yeah. and then yeah so Kadarius tony yeah it, if he ends up breaking breaking out once he becomes healthy Maybe same with goes for Rashad Bateman. I expect Rashad Bateman to have a pretty good part of that offense. He's, he's Minnesota he's guy, right? Yes, he I do like him. I like yeah. him out of Minnesota. Yeah, definitely. He was. I mean, he was had or the coaching staff was raving about him during training camp, and then he went down with a groin injury, mm-hmm. so it set him back. But no, uh, I think that'd be good for Lamar Jackson to have somebody that can actually catch the ball. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's a big got, guy. He's got Brown, Marquise Brown, but eh, he's up and down. And yeah, Sammy Watkins. I mean, he's not the worst in the league, but yeah. Yeah, Maybe no, I mean Rashad Bateman. On, yeah, yeah, and once he's healthy, I mean, could be Odell Te- or Odell Beckham. I mean, he missed the first part of his rookie season and then came okay. out and just lit it up. So, uh-huh. who knows? <laughs> Again, uh, on to the second round pick wide receivers. I mean, we have Elijah Moore and then Rondale Moore. Um, I mean, both are backups on their presumptive teams. Elijah Moore on the Jets and Rondale Moore on the Cardinals. Uh, Two guys we'll probably talk about in the waiver wires, but I mean, for the meantime, probably not being drafted in the leagues. Nah, just keep your eye out on them. Keep an eye on them, yeah. Given just an injury ro- and the people in front yeah, of them. Yeah, rookie wide receivers are just, all rookies, I would say, are exciting. So, except yeah. tight ends. Rookie tight ends are probably the least exciting. Besides one guy. Yeah, there's one guy we'll talk about, but uh, moving on to the other wide receivers. Um, I mean, Dwayne Eskridge, uh, fourth on the depth chart for the Seahawks, Tutu Atwell. He's very far on, or very deep on the depth chart too for the Rams, having Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, Van Jefferson, Deshaun Jackson, I mean Tyler Higby, all those guys are ahead of him in targets. So, then there's the two later round guys that I mean people might be taking in the 16th, 15th round Mm -hmm. in Terrace Marshall Jr. and then Amon Ross St. Brown. 
uh, Terrace Marshall. He is uh, the third starter on the Panthers' offense, and he had an amazing preseason. He looked dynamic out there, and mm-hmm. all the experts are giving him like A plus rookie grading, whatever. So I mean, he's he looked very good, and I mean, yeah, he's fourth in targets behind, or should be fourth in targets behind DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson, Christian McCaffrey. Uh, I mean. It's a very loaded offense there. I mean, uh-huh. a bunch of bunch of mouths to feed, and he only yeah, got Sam new- Darnold throwing you the ball. So maybe yeah. he finds the the comfort in Terrace Marshall and yep. finds the connection there. But I mean, another guy. I mean, just to keep an eye on. Yeah, it's Robbie Anderson. He's had low key good seasons right? for the last He's, like three four years. Uh-huh. Fantasy and then, relevant, like top twenty, top mm-hmm, ten, even over a hundred targets. Yeah, all, I think like, he finished for, like. It, uh, Above fifteen, I can't remember. It was like twelve Probably. or eleven. Probably. I mean, he had, I had him in a again. League. He had a low key good season, uh-huh. and then DJ Moore, two former first round pick. I mean, and then Christian McCaffrey. I mean, you can't forget them. So yeah. I mean, Mister Hundred Receptions. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's a lot of miles to feed, like I said, and it's just not a guy to keep your eye on. And then Amon Ross, St. Brown, the uh, wide receiver for the Lions. He was a late round pick in this year's draft, and. Uh, He's fourth on the depth chart according to ESPN, but third on the Lions' unofficial depth chart. So, uh, or no, he's a starter on ESPN. It's my bad. Yep. Uh, but who knows? I mean, it's the Lions, so it's not very really glamorous never, yeah. anyway. Uh, so nothing jumps off the page. Yeah, but he's just Jared, a guy, like we said, to just a guy to keep your eye on. I mean, eye week on. one, if Jared Recognize Goff comes out, throws the ball to him ten times, eight times, whatever. I mean, I don't know what a lot of targets would be. But, uh, yeah, I mean, the other guys there are Tyrell Williams and Khalif Raymond. So, they're not the best names there. I mean, Tyrell yeah. Williams has had his days, but yeah, he's an older really veteran. Been, yeah, never really been a number one wide receiver. Yep. Yeah. So, again, Amon Ra, St. Brown, just got to keep your eye on. Moving on to the tight end. or Yeah. yeah t- I'd just, say tight just, end. <laughs> just one. No plural there. Yep. Uh, Kyle Pitts, I mean, drafted fourth overall by the Falcons. I mean, he's going... Sixth, seventh round, maybe mm-hmm. even fifth yeah, round some in people fantasy really drafts. Like him. Yeah, could be fifth round. Yep. I snagged him in our in the last draft that we did. Uh, I just had to have him in one league. Um, I'm really excited to see how he does. I believe he's more of a wide receiver than a tight end. They just yeah. are slapping that tight end uh, name on him just because yep. they can. I don't quite know why you would do put them in that box. Yeah, because that's but, what you play in college. But yeah. Who knows? Maybe it'll change. Julio Jones, he's gone. So, I mean, there's a lot, a lot of, of targets, a lot of targets there. But, I mean, yeah, Kyle Pitts is the number one. I mean, Hayden Hurst was there last year, but he'll move behind, and mm-hmm. it'll be Kyle Pitts. And Getting a lot of the reps, I'm He's guessing. very electric. So, I'm very excited to see how he's doing. I mean, yeah, you've I've seen a couple of clips come out with him just making ridiculous catches. So, it should be exciting to see how he does. It should be one of the best rookie years by a tight end, I would hope. I mean... Yeah, he's definitely projected to do that. I mean, the the best season by tight end was Mike Ditka, and that was like 1,200 yards, 12 touchdowns, I want to say, yeah, or like something like 60 that. 60 years ago? Yeah, I mean, in, yeah, 1960s, 19s, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so, I mean, should be interesting to see how Kyle Pitts does. I mean, we haven't really seen a rookie tight end like this in a long time. Yeah, definitely so. not drafted in the first round. Yeah. Especially top I mean, five. We had TJ Hawkinson and Noah Fant a couple of years back, both going in the first round. But, but they were later, weren't they? Yeah, they were later, and they're, I mean, they're both Iowa products. Yeah. They're both, I mean, fantasy relevant, I guess. Yeah. But. Yeah, I mean, they're both top ten last year, I believe. So, 
yeah, it'll just be interesting to see how this first round tight end goes. I mean, Kyle Pitts, I would say he's a for sure guy. I mean, barring an injury, he's second on the pecking order, I would say, in that offense. Oh, so yeah, definitely. Definitely going to be him. And that is it for our rookie watch. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the TBJ Fantasy Football Podcast. And be sure to tune in tomorrow for our week one preview.